it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This podcast brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Hardware Stores. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. In the second round of the Class 6A high school football playoffs, Eastview is at East Ridge tonight. And I believe a judge is ruling today. Uh, an East Ridge high school football player is hoping to put the pads on for his team's playoff game uh, Friday, that's November 2nd, tonight. But he needs a judge to rule in his favor. Have you guys followed this story? No, I'm unfamiliar. I've only followed it peripherally, but today I went and looked at the video. An attorney for East Ridge senior, Marco Cavallaro, Cavallaro, filed a motion in Hennepin County District Court Wednesday seeking a judge to lift Cavallaro's four-game suspension until the Minnesota State High School League offers a review of the play in question. On October 17. Cavallaro was flagged and ejected from a game versus Centennial High School for viciously hitting the opposing quarterback during the return of an interception. I think it was dirty, and after watching film on it, there wasn't. Uh, I think it was dirty, and after watching film on it, there wasn't a reason for it all, at all. Said Ricky Eason, the Centennial quarterback who took the hit. I wasn't close to being vol- involved in making the tackle. The refs called Cavallaro for targeting, which, according to the MS. HSL rulebook is an act of taking and initiating contact to an opponent above the shoulders with the helmet, forearm, hand, fist, elbow, or shoulders. Jim Smith, Cavallaro's attorney, believes a closer look at the play shows the ref made the wrong call. The video shows Marco hit with his shoulder and hit the player in the chest. That's not targeting, uh, said Smith. The Cavallaro's issue wasn't with the initial call, but with the State High School League response to their appeal. In a statement, the Minnesota State High School League said, uh, our bylaw language clearly states the decisions of the contest officials are final, and therefore there is no option for appeal. This is the second time Cavallaro has been ejected this season. In a game against Moundsview High School October 5, video shows Cavallaro flagged for kicking an opposing player in the butt while he's getting up from a scoring play. For that act, he was uh, suspended one game. By rule, the State High School League gives a second offense a four-game suspension. You would think the league would be interested in making sure that before we suspend kids, that they really did commit the infraction they are accused of, uh, said uh, Cavallaro's lawyer. I would agree with that. 
Smith, uh, the lawyer, uh, said the judge stated he, well, just hold your horses. Okay. Smith said the judge stated he will try to make a decision on the motion before East Ridge plays Eastview High School in the state playoffs. And as I said, that's tonight. Okay, I watched it. this kid should be kicked out of high school football. And don't get this kid's BS and his attorney's is just absolute BS. He leveled a player who was not involved in the play. You know where, where this kid lost me? Hmm. When I heard his lawyer, mm-hmm. which tells me everything I need to know about this kid as a high school football now, player. Now, maybe he's a nice kid. I don't know anything about him. He's already been suspended. But watch the replay yourself. He hit the kid high uh, using his shoulder and uh, parts of his upper, his own upper body, and he flattened this kid who had nothing to do with the play. I'm going to get a lawyer so I can play. And that's his second offense. Yep. And on a second offense, it's a four-game suspension. Thus, you uh, won't be playing tonight. So they ran, got a lawyer to file a lawsuit oh so God. the judge can uh, issue an injunction. I hope the judge watches the replay. And, and let me tell you something else. Mm-hmm. If the rule states that, uh, see, he was cited for targeting, right? Yep. Uh, and in the rule book, that is an act of taking and initiating contact to an opponent above the shoulders with the helmet, forearm, hand, fist, elbow. That's exactly what he did. It's exact, and and if, if, it's, if that's going to be interpreted as, well, he didn't actually go for the, uh, for the opponent's head, then you need to uh, you need to redefine targeting to include what Cavalero did do. I'm watching, which is right brutalize the guy. Look at how big that kid is. I suppose what you know you know what this probably amounts to. Uh, they're probably worried about his college scholarship or whatever. You know, he he looks like he's big enough to probably go on and continue to play football. He might be a hell of a player. I don't know anything about him, but for him to for him to uh, to claim. That this wasn't an intentional act is absurd. Much it's absurd. So last hour we were talking about how we aren't really getting the cream of the crop when it comes to candidates because a lot of them just simply don't want to deal with the BS. Mm-hmm. You're seeing that now in some regards with coaches in high school sports. Mm-hmm. This kid, this kid's family went and got a lawyer. Well, both of you. Uh, you can you can see okay. the video right now. Okay. I've watched it. Okay, here's. The, well, do you agree with me? I 100 percent agree. This with this you. Cavalero, he decked that other guy for for the hell of it. But but also here's what happened. The the he took his eye. It's like a hockey hit. If you're not looking up, he got he didn't hit him low and he didn't spear him. I'm not defending the hit at all. That was it was pretty much a cheap shot. Oh, terrible. But. Uh, he didn't spear. His helmet wasn't first. He hit him high, and he hit a guy that wasn't looking upfield, and that's what makes it look even worse. But he hit a guy who wasn't looking upfield, who had no role in the play. So it was an interception. Yeah, and they were trying to make a return, and the guy, the the guy that intercepted the pass, is coming up the field at about the ten yard line. Right, but where's the the kid who gets hit is uh, is uninvolved. He's about 10 yards out of the play, yes. <laughs> He's uninvolved. But he hit him before that other guy was down. And I'm not defending. I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Well, I, you can. You're, in, you're certainly entitled to. I, I just see it as a, dipper, a, a different problem. I see it as a, someone who's refusing to accept the consequences of the call on the field. Uh, 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 it's an example of refusing to acknowledge authority. Got it. 
The referee made the call. You got to live with that. That's the way the cookie crumbles, right? Uh, yeah. But what do we got? What do we have in postmodern America? No, I don't have to accept that. I'm going to get a lawyer and sue you people because I want my kid to play uh, Friday night. No, your kid got suspended for four games. Take your medicine. Were we allowed to see I, the video of the butt kicking in the end zone? I have not seen that. In which, other words, which, in I, other words, it, you're you're going to play devil's advocate and say maybe that was playful. Uh, well, no, I'm saying maybe that was. If make, it was playful, he wouldn't have got suspended. No, I I'm taking the other uh, side on that, saying if he was already did that, and this was his second uh, severe hit, maybe there is a pattern, and maybe it's warranty. Well, how about you just stick to the facts? You're playing a high school football game. You've got officials on the field. The officials clearly saw a brutal and unnecessary hit by Cavallaro and flagged him for it. And this, it's, and this it's, player it's not has, complicated. has a history. Yeah. There's a pattern of that type of behavior on the field, and this player should know better. But we've reached the point mm-hmm. where we have a young man here who is refusing to accept the consequences of his action. Yep. And he's refusing to acknowledge that the officials in that situation are completely running the show and he's going to get a judge to see if he can't play tonight. I'm, I would let's put it this way. I wouldn't want a kid of mine playing against him. I'd really like to know his uh his potential future to see if that's what's well, being Well, do, do you agree here. with me? He looks like he looks really big. He looks like a really yeah, big kid. Yeah, he must kid. be a uh he must be a, a, like a uh, a linebacker. I don't know. I'd love to get the reaction of the judge when this was presented to him, or her, I should say. Well, because th- we'll know today. It doesn't do our podcast listeners any good, but sure. they can look it up on their on but their own. Couldn't you imagine a judge seeing this, going, "What the hell am I dealing with this for?" That happened to be a Care Eleven uh, website that I uh, saw the video on. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go to Care Eleven's website right now? I think he's a defensive tackle. He's a lineman for sure, and he's big. Go to the uh, CARE 11 website right now. This might very well have been decided already. See if there's an update. I'll go right now. Mm-hmm. I also called our potential 1 o'clock guest. That's mm-hmm. why I was off the air. For Is he second. available? Uh, he did not answer. I left him a message. Well, we got to have Pat. It's Friday. Yes, sir. Pat, where are you? Serpent. I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I also went to bring me the news, which piggybacked on that and did not does not have a, a, an update. Well, as I say, the uh, uh, the uh, they play tonight, so this ruling has to be handed down. Uh, and this player shortly. was for East Ridge or East View. Uh, East, he plays for East Ridge. Okay, which is the uh, Woodbury in the Woodbury location. East View is in the Apple Valley, Rosemont area, right? right yeah, right. I always get. Those you can two always remember that because uh, East View has Apple Valley. The motion to. Uh, lift the suspension was filed yesterday. In order for this kid to play tonight, I got to think the judge has to come up with this uh, within moments. Yeah, that would be a quick turnaround. But I defy anyone to look at the video and tell me this kid's innocent. And as I say, as I say, if you are going to rule on this as a technicality that he did not necessarily use his helmet as a spear, mm-hmm. then you need to change the rule of targeting because the, the hit he gave was a targeted hit and caused injury. 
So you got to change the rule. If this kid gets off on a technicality of the judge might look at this and say, well, you know what? Uh, he didn't really use his head to do this. He just used. Uh, he, did, he, un, he had a pretty harsh hit on an unsuspecting uh, player. And that uh, at least warrants unnecessary rough. I don't know. Yeah, I would change, I the, the, I would change the ruling in the state high school league year, uh, rule book. I uh, did a search, a broad search on this, and there is no update uh, <laughs> as whether or not the and this is as of as our recording today. Well, so. the way the world's going, it won't surprise me if the kid plays tonight. That would be such a shame if that did happen, wouldn't <laughs> it? Would, but it won't. It won't surprise you. It won't surprise. You're right. It no. will not surprise me. But no. it would be a shame. I'm going to get a lawyer. Who well, are they playing? Did it say who they're playing? Yes, East Ridge is playing East View. Oh, okay. Wait, no, I, th I thought they played East View. No, that was the tonight, Centennial game. East View at East Ridge. Got that it. was the Centennial game where this ah, this incident happened. I see. Got to pay attention, huh? He's looking up too much stuff. <laughs> the, the, the larger concern here, well, it's it's a pretty good concern for the physical well-being of a guy hit by this kid. He's he's a brute. He's, he's big. Mm -hmm. But the larger concern here is where 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 is the lesson being taught here? You might you know. You get struck out in baseball. You you might not like the call, but mm -hmm. that's too bad. That's the call. That's the call. Yep. See you later. Grab some pine. You 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 issue this what what I would call a brutal hit on this player, and you got a call for that. Imagine that's the call. Imagine employing this kid ten years from now. Uh, hey, you meet him at the water cooler. Out of my way. Well, no, but I'm saying you know his superior is going to say, hey. Uh, your performance in this particular exercise wasn't sufficient, so we're going to dock you. You're Whatever. Seeing that, you're seeing that all the and time now. Exactly. You're seeing that all the time now. But, and I don't know what role the parents are playing in this. For all I know, the kid was willing to accept his consequences, and it's the parents who are saying, oh, right. no, no, you got, uh, remember, Iowa State's coach is going to be there Friday night. You got to play. I don't know. I'm making this up. Right. I'm speculating. Well, that's what I would like to know what his, his potential, as it looks like a pretty big lineman, yeah. uh, I would like to know what his future is. But it's not much of a lesson to to, to leave with a young a teenager to say, uh, hey, don't worry, uh, Rocco, we'll uh, we'll get an attorney. We got her here. But it, because it, it, it completely occurs to me, looking at it, that, the refs made the right call. And I don't care if you like that call or not. I don't even care if you can make you th yourself think it was the wrong call. Mm -hmm. It was the call. That was right? the call. You got to deal with it. Yep. But we're just answering. We don't have instant replay in, in uh, high school. So if it was close, the referees to protect the other players in the field are most likely going to call it. So Cavalero needs to have a talking to to say, you know what? You got to dial it back a bit. That was your second offense, and if you do make it to the playoffs and you're playing, I, your I don't last know. Game. Uh, I don't know uh, what his coach might have said too, but his coach could be helpful in saying, uh, "Sorry, pal, you're not playing tonight. That was the call." But we're in a period of American life now where there's no consequences. We just don't accept responsibility for our actions. Nope. And I, again, this he might be a nice kid. He might yeah, be just not... one hell of a kid. Uh, uh, and he screwed up. And and yeah. he 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 delivered a hit that the referee found 
unlawful. Uh, that doesn't diminish the fact he might he might be an honor student. He might be one hell of a popular, good, good kid. Might be a hell of a kid. Might be a listener. Might be a listener. I have no <laughs> idea. But the, but the point is, the ref blew his whistle, son, and called you for what he called you for. See you later. That's how it's supposed to work. Done. You know, it's a boom. You're done. I sure, uh, I wonder if Patrick's even in town. Let's call him again. Where's he going? I don't know. We're going to call him again. He's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Cicero. You know how I love the Royals? Yes. I just love the Royals. You always have. Get this. I was reading a piece... uh, about uh, written by Grace Back. Uh, you know, the Prince uh, Charles is preparing to become King of England. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon Prime's new documentary, Saving the Royals, Inside the Firm. Prince Charles lives a very privi- privileged life at Clarence House, where the staff reportedly calls him the Pampered Prince. You're not going to believe some of these things. The Pampered Prince. What does the, uh, how does this go? What Everything happens? is done for him. Princess Diana's former butler, Paul Burrell, says in the documentary. Meaning what? <laughs> well, I don't want, I don't think know. I want to know. Well, you're going to find out. Well, hurry Bur- up in quite a hurry. Burrell claims his pajamas are pressed every morning. His shoelaces are pressed flat with an iron. The bath plug has to be put in a certain position, and the water temperature has to be just tepid. The former butler even claims that Charles' valets squeeze one inch of toothpaste onto his toothbrush every morning. (laughs) Get out of town. (laughs) What? Yeah. On one occasion, he rang me from his library, and he said, Oh, Paul, a letter from the Queen seems to have fallen into my waste paper bin. Would you pick it out? I would say, really, Prince? Really? Princey? Come on. Come on. Are you prince or princess? Does this surprise any of you? No. Tom Bauer's book, Rebel Prince, The Power, Passion, (laughs) and Defiance of Prince Charles, which was released in March, March, also claims the royal has some surprising demands. I wonder. Over 120 people were interviewed for the book, with one claiming that if Prince Charles was attending a dinner party at a friend's house— the host would be informed in advance that an aide would be delivering a bag containing the prince's food. He can't even eat the what's <laughs> Wow. So he has a little a little lunch prepared, kind of like you do, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Little, oh, little well, there's some similarities here, Mir. <laughs> it's also claimed in the book that the prince brings his own toilet seat with him when he travels and changes his clothes five times a day. And yes, geez, uh, a bit of some trouble in here with the seat. Could you please uh, ring the wet wipes? <laughs> a segment from the, the royal wet wipes. Uh, a segment from the documentary showed the extensive routine for preparing Prince Charles and Camilla, Duchess of Cornwall's bed linen. There are special sheets that are used for members of the royal family, and they're kept aside and brought out only on those special occasions when they're here, Master of the Household, Christine McIntyre, explained in the segment. It takes over an hour to iron one sheet. After a long day of traveling, there's nothing better than getting into a bed that doesn't feel like a hotel bed. And that's what (laughs) Camilla, settle down. And that's what you're trying to do is to make it feel like they're in their own bedroom. Wow. 
Uh, talk about not being in touch with the common man. These are uh, right. Th- this is like the contract rider for a rock group. Yes, <laughs> we want all green M and M's. Evian water. What do you think's in that bag of food? Five will get you ten. His favorite booze is in that bag. <laughs> right? A little King Louie or something? Yeah. Wow. I couldn't live my life like that. You know, the, the guilt I would feel to tell someone, please take that letter from my, my mother out of the wastebasket mm-hmm. uh, and, and give it to me. Or uh, shoelaces. What a waste of pressing the shoelaces. But if you're, so here's my question. Because this was Prince Princess Diana's former butler, so word of this getting out has obviously not happened because these people must be compensated well. Well, yeah. In other words, they're willing to do it because they're making more money than they would have otherwise. Chuck doesn't want this to get out. Obviously. No. Yeah. But I'll watch this with rapt attention. I love the Royals. I even love them more now, knowing this. This is fascinating. I just love it. Are they all like that? They can't all be like that. Oh. William and Harry are not like that. Uh, probably not. I they're, think they're they're the ones being counted on to reinvent the whole clan, right? And Chuck is just going. Yeah, I've been through a lot. I've earned all this, so uh, let's just run with. Well, it. let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Uh, he's one of the people who I refuse to be lectured to about the climate. Sure, right? Because that's one of his big supposed causes or campaigns. Right. He's, he's a he's an acolyte of Al Gore and the whole deal. But you can't uh, you can't lecture me, Chuck, because you travel around on private planes and you waste energy uh, that an iron has to be plugged in that requires electricity, and you are using an iron to have your shoelaces ironed. And you pajamas. can't lecture me, and Chuck. your pajamas. You can't lecture me. Your pajamas don't need to be pressed. Throw no. them in the washer after a couple of days and dryer, and fold them up. Let's go. But see, he can't lecture me. He can't travel around all these castles, and uh, he, he can go and ruin an Aston Martin by having it electrified. That's his problem. What, put some vegetable oil in yeah, it? Oh, no. But, but don't don't lecture me, Chuck, because you're having your damn shoelaces ironed. Somebody had to dig coal to do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you ever watch Downton Abbey or no? No. Oh. But I watched The Crown, which I believe is coming back for a second season. Okay. And I'll, I'll watch that. I, I found that in, in, in enjoyable. One of the I started problems, it, but I kind of got bored with I, it. I used to love a show called Foil's War. You ever heard of it? No. Uh, it was wonderful. Pat, was Pat recommended it to me. Netflix? Uh, it's World War II. It's on, it's, right now you can catch it on PBS. Okay. And the other night I tried to watch an episode, and I couldn't because I can't. Uh, the, the English language is so colloquial, it's set in World War II, that I— I would have to turn up the TV too loud to even understand it. I means you get a lot of yeah, it's good to roll. Yes, exactly. Fortnite, yes. Yeah. Like, what do you say? It's a really interesting series, though. Foil is a, a apparently not fit for war service. I think that was the premise. What is the name of it again? Foil's War. F O Y L E apostrophe S. Foil's War. And I think the premise is that Foil is a uh, is a British uh, policeman, a detective. And aching to serve, but for some reason can. I don't know the oh, reason. Oh, he's not a pacifist. He, he no, wants no, to, no, but he no, can't. No, no, But so he stays behind and calmly and competently solves these uh, these uh, crimes that are happening as World War II is flourishing around him. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's really good. But, but uh, I suppose I was exposed to it the first time about three years ago. Maybe my hearing was better then because, mm. because I watched it. The other night I saw, hey, Foyle's War is on— 
whatever the PBS secondary station here in town is, yeah. like Channel 17 or right. something. Yep. And it was on there, and I tried to watch it, and I couldn't understand it. Well, hand me the food. We do the song, yes. <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't quite that bad. No, it wasn't that bad? It wasn't quite that bad. I had to quit watching Peaky Blinders because my wife couldn't understand what they were saying, too. Peaky Bl- I just finished the second season of Ozark. I can't believe you haven't started it yet. I need to ask you a question. When you're watching Peaky Blinders, um, I can understand why the wife probably didn't want to watch it because you do the accent while the show's going on. Yeah, unfortunately. That, maybe that annoyed her so much yeah. that I was going, yes, Peaky Blinders. Hey, the Timberwolves are at Golden State tonight. Yes, they Go get them. What's the Butler situation? Uh, do we care? I, I personally don't, but my guess is that... What's the Rose I situation? I think this is a national broadcast. My guess is Jimmy will find a way into the lineup against the team, the league's best team. Uh, Vikings have Detroit at home noon Sunday. They should handle Detroit's before the bye week. Uh, if they don't win on Sunday, but I think they will. If they don't, they're in trouble. Gophers are at Illinois Saturday at 2.30. Boy, that'll be a barn burner. Mm-hmm. Those are some two awful football teams. Uh, I'm trying to figure out the MIAC situation. Are they done? I think With regular season? I believe MIAC. Oh, there's one more game. There's uh, okay. St. Thomas at Gustavus, 110. Uh, St. Thomas is still not certain of a playoff appearance, if I understand it correctly. St. John's is 7-0. and Bethel is 5-1. and Seven and one overall, and St. Thomas is five and one, seven and one overall. Even you guys both being St. Thomas guys, aren't you pulling for St. John's this year a little bit? Well, truth be told, it did not break my heart that they beat St. Thomas a couple of weeks ago because you know damn well they did that for John. Absolutely, no, that was great. That was when St. John's has been in it, you know, way back Mm -hmm. when they were would get beat by. Was it Mount Iron or Whitewater or Mount Union? I mm-hmm. was always rooting for St. John's to sure. to win. Johnny's or the Tommies. I hear nothing but good things though about this Glenn Caruso, the coach of St. Thomas. Um, I think uh, you know PJ Fleck has got his foo foo stuff. Mm-hmm. I think Caruso is the real deal, and not like Fleck kind of goes ah foo foo this that. I think Caruso is the real deal. That's why I like them. I'm uh, reasonably. Uh, I I hear good things uh, from people who would have reason to know good things, uh, because I know people who have kids that go to school with his kids. Yeah. Okay. I got. I it. think you're in the nativity parish. Yeah. I think so. Or Highland Catholic. I think. I see. Yes. Yeah, it's one in of Saint the two. Paul. One of the two. But uh, I hear uh, that he's a stand-up guy. I like to hear that. Uh, now maybe he has his enemies in the world of the MIAC. I have no idea, but right. I've met him a couple times, and he strikes me as a hail fellow, well met. You gotta hate Bethel because they're always well, they always do well, so they're a rival. Mm-hmm. I'm that funny. Bethel put together a, you know, just in the last ten years they put together a really solid football program. Have you ever seen the St. Thomas facilities? Have you ever been in the Anderson Athletic and Recreation Complex? I've never walked through. Oh, I've you been have in to. the stadium, but I've never walked through. I bet you there aren't. I bet you there aren't ten Division One facilities better than that one. Uh, I know that my two <laughs> kids that go wow. there really love it and are very comfortable there, especially the freshman. She really digs the workout place, but I think she's looking for a date. <laughs> well, that's probably what. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm sorry we didn't have Pat. Uh, that's our fault. We should have made uh, greater efforts during the week to find. I am uh, napping. I don't know. <laughs> One twenty nap. <laughs> he has not responded to my text. No. I don't think he's out of town. I bet he's raking leaves, or he's at the apple orchard he with has the. Never DA. raked a leaf in his life. I need a hatchet. Right. He has never. Trust me. He has never raked a leaf in his life. You don't think he's maybe pruning some 
trees out there with his uh, chainsaw? I don't think so. And the Wild are on the strangest schedule I've ever seen. Yes. Two games last week up in Canada, right? Then they've been off. They'll be off till tomorrow night. They're Mm -hmm. at St. Louis. Then they go back west. I think it's a 10-game road trip, isn't it? I thought. Eight? Yeah, they're on the road. Uh, they're for a at St. Louis tomorrow night. Then they don't play again until Tuesday at San Jose. Thursday at L.A. It's just uh, it's an amazingly spread out schedule. In fact, in that road trip, they came home a couple of times, I believe. Well, I'm sure they uh, have been home for a week. Yeah, they probably haven't even gone to St. Louis yet for tomorrow night's game. Didn't we have kind of this style of bungled schedule last year with the NHL, where they had these really weird long extended? Yeah, breaks? I don't understand the. And uh, then they jam pack everything in at the. At the midway to, uh, end of the season? I guess. I, it's all a mystery to me. All a mystery to me. Pat? Yes? The boys were speculating you were out raking, and I said you've never raked a day in your life. I was uh, not raking. I was sleeping, taking a little nap, uh, uh, pre-Friday night nap. Are you going to attend a high school football game tonight? Uh, Yes, I'm not sure. I was thinking about attending the uh, East Ridge uh, Eastview game. That uh, little controversy on that one. Have you seen the video of the play? Uh, yes, yes, yes. What do you think? Uh, high hit, but uh, unnecessary. He uh, should abide by the uh, uh, what the uh, state high school again. The officials. That's right. That's right. For sure. Um, other than that, uh, I think we've got some parents that are a little um, too eager to. Uh, to get the gentleman who's back. That, who's, on this, who's on this line? Hey, Pat, we're going to have to let you go. Yes, i got to finish my nap. I'll uh, see you later. See you. Now where am I going, Reeves? Hello? Pat- Patrick. Hello. <laughs> the boys were speculating you were raking, and I claimed you, you've never raked in your life. No, but I did call up the people yesterday to tell them that the tree had lost, that the tree had finally given up its leaves, and they could now come and... They could now come and do the fall cleanup. Yes, I did. I did go that. I did make that effort. Have you followed this uh, East Ridge controversy about the kid with the? Yes, uh, suing for the uh, the the. Uh, I, I would think that uh, the targeting penalty. Yes. Uh, as much as I'm, uh, I think that they're overzealous in calling these penalties. I don't think the kid. I think he's wasting everybody's time, and and his parents are allowing him to. Don't you? Well, yes, but I, you've confused me. I don't know where you stand on it. I thought it was a terrible hit. I thought it was uh, unnecessary, and uh, uh, I think he should suffer the consequences of the ref's call. Uh, well, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, you know, maybe. I mean, I, I haven't studied the hit. I don't know. I just think sometimes the officiating is uh, their, their instinct is to, uh, you know, to not give the benefit of the doubt to the tackle, but rather to uh, to uh, immediately throw guys out so they can say they threw somebody out. But that said, uh, they made the decision, and uh, you're not going to go to court to have it overturned. For goodness sakes, just uh, well, that's exactly you know. what's happening, right? We're anticipating the judge at any moment 
uh, deciding if this kid's going to play tonight or not. He won't play. Okay. No, he won't play. Right. They, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm surprised that they even gave him a hearing, to be honest. I'm surprised they didn't throw it out because uh, uh, I don't know. If I was the... Uh, if I was the East Ridge coach and that the judge said that he could play, I wouldn't play him anyway, would you? I mean, I'd no. let him suit up and stand on the sidelines. Yeah. But, uh, Say, the know. other day, uh, I tried to think back over all my years following sports, and I couldn't come up with anything. Maybe you can. Can you think of behavior uh, more petulant than Jimmy Butler's in your sports writing career? Can you come up with anybody who's behaving more with more petulance and, and immaturity than Jimmy Butler? Well, I still am not 100% that Butler told them on uh, uh, the morning that uh, he wasn't, uh, you know, that he was refusing to play, but I guess I would have to assume that that's it. So, no, you're probably right. But what offended me even more is he sits out the game, Derrick Rose gets 50, and then he has the audacity to come in and make us, you know, make a brief spectacle at the uh, press conference, trying to draw more attention to himself. That was, to me, what was even worse. I was unaware of that. Into one. the press conference and hey, fifty, uh, mm-hmm. hey, buddy, if you're not going to play, if you're going to sit in the locker room, uh, and by the way, Derrick Rose and he weren't that big of buddies in Chicago. They had a little falling out down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't. Don't again come and uh, try to attract some attention to yourself. So, I, I know it's uh, it's uh, we got some strange dudes, and they're just they're just too much too much money, Joe, for uh, anyone to have any common sense. You mm-hmm. know, they don't have any common sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, I mean, he's gonna. He's upset because they didn't figure out a way to pay him. The bottom line on all of this is that he couldn't. They couldn't figure out a way to pay him one hundred sixty million dollars. So mm-hmm. that's uh, that's why he's upset. So he's making a lousy eighteen or nineteen million or something like that. So. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck to the boys tonight. They're in Golden State. Yeah, they uh, and who knows who's going to play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who's that? Tyus is hurt and. Uh, Teague is hurt, and Jimmy Butler is. I think he went on the plane, so he'll probably play. And and then uh, I, I don't know. They have a bunch of they got like four games in seven days. Uh, when's he gonna? You know, which, which ones will he decide he's gonna play, and which ones he don't? Rook, you know, here we go. He played great on Monday night, and then he turns around and bails on him on Wednesday. He's uh, he's an odd duck. Here's your shot, Rook. The double pump layup makes its debut against the world champs. I would play for uh, 100000 a year. 100000 I'd be within the cap, yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. You'd play for one of the 10-day contracts, which I don't know what that is, but it's, you know, it's a, uh, you know, 15000 20000 something like that. I would tell <laughs> Tibbs, I'm here to entertain, not to win. You know? That's <laughs> what <laughs> so I tell you Joe before Tibbs, every show. I'm here to entertain, not to do stuff. You know what? You and Tibbs would get along as well as you and Lenny got along. (laughs) You're screwing off. He he, he doesn't like that screwing off either, but I'm sure this guy's driving him nuts. But what the hell? I don't know. Gophers at Illinois Saturday. Illinois, Joe, is uh, fresh off giving up 63 points to Maryland. Uh, Lovey Smith, who used to coach the Bears, has come back to college strictly for the money. Mm -hmm. Here's another guy strictly for the money. 
he has as little interest in coaching Illinois as I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is his third year, and they're going to have to run him out of there. They're horrible. They've just given up unbelievable yardage and points that meant much worse than the Gophers the last three, four uh, games. This will be Coach Fleck's first road victory in all likelihood. First road victory in the Big Ten in all likelihood. Illinois is just horrible. What a proclamation. And nobody goes to the games down there. Uh, they're, they're as bad as Minnesota. They, you know, they'll they'll have a nice Saturday afternoon, and they won't have thirty thousand people down. There. Didn't their uh, defensive coordinator Artie Nickerson Artie say, "Yeah, I'm good." Monday for personal reasons. <laughs> the personal reason was sixty three points. <laughs> that was the personal reason. Seven hundred and some yards too. I think they gave up to Maryland. <laughs> hey Joe, the Big Ten is just 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 continues to cover itself with glory, though, with the additions of Rutgers, which couldn't beat St. Thomas. And uh, now uh, the Maryland situation where the uh, they, the board of directors says, yeah, okay, we'll bring back this abusive coach and who was around when the guy died. And then the next day the uh, university president fires him anyway. And uh, they have complete chaos in Maryland, too. But these idiots... Uh, added these two teams to the Big Ten, thinking that people on the East Coast just couldn't get enough of watching the Big Ten network. Mm-hmm. Rutgers is as popular in uh, New York City as uh, Columbia, as far as football is concerned. Uh, are are people still thinking the Vikings are a Super Bowl team? I think they're uh, wavering. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're wavering. I don't know, Reavers. What do you think? Uh, I think their Super Bowl aspirations may have dwindled with the loss to the New Orleans Saints. And if they don't, I think they'll win on Sunday against the Lions. Oh, yeah, but they if they will. don't win against the Lions on Sunday, they're in trouble. I but mean, they'll, uh, I, I don't think they'll sweep the Bears. I, I think they'll go. They'll win the division. Know, nine, six, and one. Yeah. Something like that. So. And then the, the that might win the division. The Bears might win ten, though. The Bears are the Bears. Uh, they have a horrible loss on their record, though. That Miami game where they had it run at one and gave it away. How so. do you like poor Nathan Peterman's chances against that defense on Sunday for Buffalo? This kid Joe is throwing is he a ball. Bo- play again now. He, Peterman? Ha- he has to start because Derek Anderson is in concussion protocol. <laughs> so the Bears, Joe, are going to get to face a quarterback that has. More turnovers than quarters played in the league. Wow. Mm-hmm. He is a turnover machine. Wow. You, uh, you weren't a Seinfeld guy, were you, uh, Joe? I watched it, sure. Yeah, Peterman. You remember yeah, Peterman? Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, this guy, this guy plays Peter Munro, like Peterman ran his company, and, uh, Peterman plays quarterback like Peterman. Uh, I haven't talked to you since the Red Sox won the series. Yeah, you know, that's a pretty dang good team, and it's, uh, you know, it all started, Joe, when they went 5-1 uh, and one against the Twins this spring, and it gave them confidence that they beat their arch rivals down there in Fort Myers. We don't have a trophy, though, like we used to, like the Mayor's oh, Trophy. We used to have they the have Mayor's a Commissioner's Cup. Trophy, but nobody's ever seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I have come up with a trophy, all right. the Palm de Fort. Oh, yeah. Both <laughs> of them have palm trees. Uh, we we got to get a trophy going again between the Twins and the Red Sox. What's DeFort mean? Fort Myers. Oh, Fort the Myers. Fort, of the, the Fort. Palm DeFort. You know, in you know, Cannes, they give away the Palm D'Or. Yeah. We're going to give away the Palm DeFort. I'm going to go find <laughs> a palm tree 
little uh, sculpture trinket or something, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to present it. All right. I think you'd be the wonderful guy to do that. <laughs> the Palm de Forte. You can do it between your uh, tours that you're giving on Segways. That is a, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, how long would I last on a Segway? <laughs> well, as one of Holcomb's greatest cartoons uh, on our website had you leading a tour in the fort on a Segway. <laughs> <laughs> this way, fellas. Five and uh, no dead fish left uh, today down there. Somebody reported <laughs> to me. So, when you five down, red when are you going gone? to your estate? Not till after Christmas. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. See ya. Go All right. All right. I'm glad we got him. So I, think he, I think he was napping. He was. Uh, he was. I, I chatted with the DA, and uh, uh, she said, yeah, I know where he is. And mm-hmm. I said, he, he's napping, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And then she said, well, go ahead, and uh, maybe I'll call back in a couple of minutes. All right. Don't forget to go to MyPillow.com and check out that mattress topper. Great offer for uh, GLers, podcast listeners. You go to... Uh, MyPillow.com, click on the mattress topper button on the homepage and enter the promotional code GL at checkout. You get 30% off the mattress topper and two of Mike Lindell's famous MyPillows thrown in. It's fantastic. Nice. nice. All right, don't forget to patronize all of our advertisers, RF Moeller, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and don't forget to rate us. Hit play, listen to the entire podcast, tell your friends and neighbors. GarageLogic.com is where you'll find those Greg Holcomb featured comics. Also, Joe's Author's Corner. Thanks for tuning to the podcast, Garage Logic. See you next time, Roz.